Welcome to Empowered for Success podcast by Dennis Chela with Learn, Grow, Influence, where our mission is to empower individuals and organizations through speaking, coaching, and training. We hope that you enjoy this episode. Hop on here this evening and share some stuff with you in regards to change. You see, uh, I was going through as far as some material to talk about this evening and you know, the, the idea of change came about, the idea of us being able to step out of our comfort zone and do something that we typically do not do, uh, something that stretches us, something that takes us beyond our comfort zone, that makes us maybe a little uncomfortable, something that uh, takes a little bit of courage to, to get done, right, something out of our norm. And I wanted to talk a little bit about today the fact that we cannot become what we want by remaining what we are. We cannot become what we want by remaining what we are. So change is a very um, inevitable, right? So it is inevitable. We can fight it as much as we want. And by fighting it and sticking to our old ways, we're hindering our growth. We're hindering the growth of those that look up to us. So um, not, not, is, not only is change very important in our personal life, but it is also very important in our professional life. At least this has been my experience with change is that it truly is in inevitable. And I want to focus a little bit about change in the business setting and change in, the, in, in organizations nowadays. And um, if you don't think change is important and the ability to adapt to the change that's coming about, the ability to embrace change. If you, for whatever reason, do not think that's important in a business setting, um, I'll give you some company names and see if you can recall any of those. Companies like Blockbuster, companies like Toys R Us, Kmart. Um, things, you know, companies that maybe were set in their own ways and when it came to innovating and keeping up with the trends and the economy and investing in whatever they needed to do, stay afloat, Maybe it wasn't as important to them. And then when they realized that they needed to do something about it, they had missed the, the change train, if you will, right? And they were left behind and they're a page in the history books nowadays. So uh, change, again, as inevitable as it is in an organization setting, I believe that it is very important, especially as leaders, that we portray change in such a way that we get those that are, we are leading or those that look up to us for that leadership during change to embrace that change. And now that's, that's easier said than done, right? It is very easy to say, we just need to embrace change and, and go with it, right? Because it's inevitable. So I wanna leave us with four actions that we can take to embrace change. Four actions that we can take and we can apply right away that I found to be very effective in managing change. And again, I've learned this from folks that have been there and have done that, folks that have a good understanding of what change management is and have led teams through change. And one of those uh, mentors or one of those uh, uh, folks that have, have kind of given me a different perspective of how to apply a change process is um, Simon Sinek, right? Through his book, Start With Why. Oftentimes, uh, and speaking for myself, when I think of implementing a change in a process, uh, you, you typically are drawn to the solution. Here's what we're going to do, and here's how we're going to do it, right? And as a change agent, you might have a clear vision in your head of what that change looks like. And if you fail 
to see the connection between your vision and those that are going to implement the change, that change management process is going to be very hard for you to implement. That buy-in from the team is going to be very hard. And I have fallen prey of that process numerous times by putting the what and the how in front of the why. Right? So on the book, Start With Why, Simon Sinek challenges us to uh, what is it, why are we doing something? Right? Because once you're able to define why it is that we're doing something, you'll find it easier to get the buy-in. And not just the buy-in, but to get the ideas of those that are going to cheer you on and are going to walk alongside with you on this change management process. So when we talk about starting with why, one thing that we can do, if you find yourself in the setting of having to implement a change, and again, I say change is inevitable because think about what organizations have had to go through during the 2020 and 2021 pandemic transition. And I can guarantee you that if you were a organization that did not embrace change and did not quickly adapt to the new ways of conducting business, you're probably a history on the page of business at this point, right? So a lot of us had to kind of adapt and had to learn and had to figure out, had to carve paths into the unknown and figure out how to go about and get stuff done. So I say that one of my learnings to this journey is to start with why. If you are gonna implement change, start with why. So as that vision is, it becomes vivid to you and as you understand where you're wanting to take the team, right? Whether due to the econ economical uh, conditions, whether due to customer expectations, whether due to uh, new products being introduced, new markets, new business, whatever that change uh, that, that's coming about is for you, I recommend that you start with why. So as you're sitting your team down and as you're forming that group of change agents to start putting these this actions in place, start with why. Explain to your team why the change is necessary. Instead of just telling folks why we're gonna change, explain to them so that they can understand it versus simply being told. Because when someone understands why we are doing something, they'll feel more connected and they'll feel more engaged with that mission as far as where we're heading. The next step would be the how. So now that we know why we wanna change or that we've established that ground rule that here's why change needs to occur, now we come back to the second phase or the second step, which would be how. How do we go about it? You know, and, and, and you wanna create an environment to where ideas you're encouraging and you're fostering ideas from your change agents that you've identified to how do we go about it, right? Because again, one of the mistakes that we make here as leaders is that we think that now that we've identified the, the why, here's how we're gonna do it, right? And we tend to tell people how we're gonna do it because we got the years of experience, we got the knowledge, we've been there, we've done that, right? And by having that attitude towards this change management process, we tend to ignore those ideas and that engagement that our team might be bringing our way. So an important step here is how, and again is to focus on how to solve the problem and get the team involved by clearly explaining what the input is and who during this process will be the, the decision maker, right? So who will move us forth as these ideas are being generated, how we're gonna do it, we need to identify a decision maker in here that's gonna 
push us forth into this journey of change. And the next step, the third step would be what? What is it that we're gonna do, right? What is the communication look like? So how are we gonna uh, communicate the information? Uh, how are we gonna connect all these uh, ideas and how are we gonna connect the dots that we're going through? So reminding the people why the change is happening and then the role that they're gonna be playing during this process, right? So that's the what portion of this journey. And the last piece in, in here is to, uh, to support, to create an environment, right? So when we're talking about change is to create a safe environment. And what I mean by creating a safe environment is to allow for a space where there are no wrong ideas being brought up. There are no wrong solutions being brought up. There are no, um, no permissions being needed to speak, right? To create an environment where questions are part of the process where people feel comfortable to come up and share the, their ideas and question the decision makers, right? That's something that oftentimes as leaders, we tend to uh, do, you know, who are you to question my decision? At this step, this is very critical because again, as change agents, we, one person alone cannot create change. It can, but it'll take a longer time, but to, to accelerate the change that might take place or that needs to take place, you want to have a group of change agents that are there supporting the vision, understanding why we're doing it. They're aligned with how we're gonna do it. They, they know exactly what we're gonna do. But lastly, I think the most important part in this process is to create an environment, a safe environment where everybody can come in and express their ideas and not be judged and not feel like they're not appreciated, right? But you wanna create an environment to where ideas are being challenged, questions are being challenged with the sole purpose of aligning to that vision of implementing change and getting us close to that change implementation that we're looking for. Because at the end of the day, if you're not changing, if you're not growing, you're dying. Simply put, if you're not changing, if you're not changing, you're not growing. If you're not growing, you're dying. So folks, thank you so much for partaking place here with us. Uh, love to see your comments or let us know what it is that you're watching from or listening from. Uh, we appreciate um, we appreciate you being part of this learn, grow, influence concept. And uh, thank you for being part of this first uh, LinkedIn Live that we just for, uh, broadcasted here with you. And we'll catch you up on our next episodes. Thank you and have a great evening.